Welcome to the show, everybody. It's a it's a somber day. Last night was awful. <sighs> you know, that's how I feel. <sighs> Southeastern basketball loses to McNeese on the road. McNeese hadn't won this year. <clears throat> this year being 2023. And uh, now they have. Because they beat us. Um, so that... <clears throat> that was tough. And um, let's just get the bad out of the way, huh? Let's just get it over with. We, uh, another slow start. We were down by double digits early. Came back. We were down two at that at the break. Took the lead. And then with about seven minutes left, McNeese did a phenomenal job pulling away. They scored when we didn't. We got out-rebounded by 19. We only turned the ball over six times. Shot 46%. But the big stat, to me, in this one, was three-pointers. We only took 13. We made five of them. Or, uh, or we made we took 15. I'm sorry. We made five of them. 33%. They chased us off the line in the second half. You know, Boogie Anderson was a bucket. He was so good. So, so, so good. Um, 17 shots, you know. But, man, we... Um, it's just it's it's one of the more frustrating regular season losses. There's been postseason losses, you know, to Stephen F. Austin in the championship game a few years ago, last year to Corpus Christi in the championship game. But in terms of regular season losses, you know, we lose to Corpus on Saturday, and then we come into a team that is not good. We go into their building, they are not good, they haven't beaten anybody. And we really dig a hole for ourselves in terms of a getting a buy in the conference tournament. And I mean, that's the goal right now. I think the conference championship is kind of secondary at this point. Um, Cause we're a game behind Northwestern and Corpus. Uh, we got to pass one of them to, get that um, by to the semifinals. Again, Boogie Anderson was fantastic. Um, Roger McFarlane was was good, 11.7 boards. Uh, but the foul line was where we really got hurt. We left eight points on the board, and we lost by three. And we've been so good from the foul line this year, and we were not on uh, last night. Uh, just a, you know... Just a gut punch. Trying to figure out how we lost to a team that it's not like they've been good and they have in the ball and the, the the balls haven't bounced their way. This is not a good team. I give them credit for what they did last night against us. They had a great game plan. 
I can't believe more teams haven't done what they did to us, and that's force us to drive inside. Obviously, Boogie wants to drive inside, but besides that, you know, I think he's at his best when he can drive and dish to Roger, to Roscoe, um, to Nick. On the occasion that Nick shoots a three, he's very capable of hitting it. And then, of course, Matt Strange. Um, they did it. I mean, they just did a, such a good job. And then, of course, the rebounding speeds for itself. You know, a 20 rebound edge. And down the stretch, inside two minutes, they got back to back offensive rebounds. And that was huge. That's two possessions where we had a chance to tie or take the lead. And we only had one instead of uh, possibly two or three. So that's uh, tough. Um, looking at the Southland Conference scoreboard last night. It was uh, mostly chalk, except for one underdog was able to get a win, um, and that was Lamar against UIW. Lamar is a team to keep an eye on, I believe, um, just because there's no denying the talent that they have. Um, they're just extremely young, but they've started to to kind of put this thing together. Uh, they beat Lamar. 68-59, excuse me, uh, Nate Calmis, uh with 27. And he's going to probably win freshman of the year in the conference. He may be a, a first-team all-conference selection. Nichols rolls over UNO. UNO is looking to be kind of done. Um, I think like their kind of last shot was that first matchup against us. That was the last time they really showed any fight. Uh, but you never know with a Coach Schles team. If they get into the tournament, Southland tournament, uh, Corpus rolls over HCU. Of course, we lose to McNeese and then Northwestern State hangs on against Commerce. And we'll talk about Saturday's games after we talk about the bright spot from last night. And that is our first place Southeastern Louisiana Lady Lions who get a 72-64 win in overtime. Against McNeese, we made uh, we made some uh, national media. We got uh, we got on the uh, official NCAA women's Twitter, or should I say, Haley Giortano did. She hits a three late in the fourth to send us to overtime. Twenty eight points combined in the overtime. We scored more points in overtime than we did in any of the first four quarters. Um, what's crazy about that three that Haley hit, that's her only three she made. She went one of seven for three, but man, she hit it when it counted six of six from the foul line. She played 44 minutes. Natalie Kelly had the best rebounding game of her career, 16 rebounds and three points, but 16 boards. And then another double, double for Chrissy Brown, eight on the offensive end, just phenomenal. Um, McNeese shot, uh, the ball from the foul line extremely well over 80%, uh, but they did not shoot the ball from the field. Well, uh, just 35% in that one, we go 42%. Chrissy Brown, uh, leads the way in terms of percentages, uh, with 50 or actually Haley shot the ball better. She went eight of 15. Chrissy Brown went six of 12, um, rebounding numbers. We out rebounded them by 15, 51 to 36. And how great was it to see Taylor Bell back on the floor? In her return, she goes eight minutes, uh, five points and a rebound. 
but just having her to space the floor, another offensive weapon, we now have four players coming off the bench. That is huge. Um, we did not shoot the ball well at all. It's kind of been a common theme, but the important thing is we got the win. We took care of business against a competitive McNeese team, and we got some big-time help last night because thanks to our friends at Houston Christian, we are in sole possession of first place in the Southland Conference. HCU beats Texas A&M Corpus Christi 55-52. Other scores, UNO defeats Nichols 83-68, and Lamar, again, I think Lamar is the third best team in the conference, 74-67 over UIW. Commerce just keeps winning. Northwestern State cannot win away from home. 67-47 is the final in that one. As uh, we take a look at the conference standings, like I said, we are in sole possession of first place. We have a half-game lead over Commerce, as well as the tiebreaker for first. Lamar is now in fourth. They are at 7-5, and five, so it's looking like now it is a four-team race for that conference championship. Um, and then we'll get uh, into Saturday's games after our interview. Our interview today brought to you by Wise Guys Daiquiris. We love Wise Guys. And we thank them so much for partnering with us here on the state of Southeastern. Flavor of the month remains King Cake. It's available at both locations. And they just introduced their new line of flavored lemonade daiquiris, including Electric Lemonade, Twisted Tea, ooh, and Baja Blast. Sounds delightful. Two locations, one in Ameet, one in Hammond. Get your daiquiri flights, four flavors for just $11. I know they had to cancel karaoke earlier this week because of weather. I hope everybody's safe. You know, I'm, I'm kind of... I'm I'm up in North Louisiana now, so I I I don't really um I don't have my finger on the pulse, so to speak, of some of the things happening, but I've been seeing that and I hope that everybody has stayed safe. I hope that everybody is helping out um with whatever they can and I hope that everyone is okay. Um but anyway, um back to Wise Guys, two locations, one on West University Avenue in Hammond, just down the street from Southeastern, and then West Oak Street in a meat wise guys they will make you a daiquiri you can't refuse huge thanks to wise guys for sponsoring today's interview today's interview is with the hero from last night Haley Giortano a wonderful lady lion gonna go down as one of the best I'll say it I think one of the best in southeastern Louisiana women's basketball history and She's got a full other year left. We get into that, how COVID has affected her eligibility, and just her journey from becoming a uh, bench player, a role player, to now an absolute star in the Southland Conference. Here is our interview with Haley Giortano. All right, we are very pleased to be joined now by Southeastern Women's Basketball's Haley Giortano, I may have been mispronouncing her last name like the entire time she's been at Southeastern. Haley, how do you pronounce your last name? You got it right, Giortano. All right, all right. 
Perfect. The most important questions out of the way. Haley, thank you so much for the time today. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. Of course. So um, I was talking with Ayla. Let's just start, I guess, kind of at the beginning. I was talking with Ayla last week and just kind of your career trajectory. You know, a lot of the freshmen who come in and don't get playing time, we maybe don't see them all four years. We maybe don't see them past year one. Um, I just wanted to know, you know, why was it important for you? What was it about the program and just playing college basketball that you stuck around, you didn't enter the portal? I mean, now you're reaping the benefits of it, but why, why did you stick around, I guess? Yeah, you know, my parents always taught me, you know, hard work is always going to pay off. So even though I didn't play much, as much as I wanted to freshman year, I knew that eventually if I kept working and this program was going to uh, achieve great things. Also, it was very important for me to play in front of my family and I'm local. Yeah. So that was a great benefit. <laughs> and really quick, you got to watch your alma mater win a state championship in Hammond last year. That had to be crazy. I mean, just what was that like for you? Yeah, we got off the bus from a game, actually, and we all ran in and sat at the top and watched it. And that was just an incredible thing, you know, for the state achieving great things. <laughs> 100%. I mean, one of the best college or high school basketball games I've ever seen. That was unreal. <laughs> um, so moving forward now, um, last year and this year, you've you've really taken over as kind of the offensive leader especially with Alexis's injury last year you've kind of just kept that going this year was that has that kind of always been in your game just an offensive facilitator or is that something that you've developed at Southeastern yeah I feel like it's always been in my game and you know the first few years I was here we had better scores than me of course you know older girls so uh, I just kind of stepped into that role and I feel like not only can I score, but I'm always facilitating for everybody else, get trying to get everybody involved because I feel like that's when we play our best basketball. From your first year to now, the talent around you has changed a little bit. I mean, I feel like there's always been shooters, but for the first time, there's really consistent rebounders. You know, Natalie Kelly, Chrissy Brown, that has to be a huge help for players like you. You know, how, what has that been like, especially like first practice? You've got somebody like, Chrissy Brown just getting every board around her. Right. That's something that we've been missing in the past for sure. You know, usually one shot goes up and we got to get back on defense, but we right. know Chrissy's going to get that board and she's going to give us another chance. <laughs> <laughs> um, what is, you know, it's kind of weird with the COVID stuff. I never know who has eligibility left. Is this your last year? No, I actually have one more year after you this. See, I mean, it's just, so you're going to wind up playing what? Five or six years? Five, five years. Yeah. That's crazy. So um, that's got to be almost like a relief. You know, you're not having to worry about that last year. This would have been your last year yes, if sir. COVID hadn't happened. So um, when did you find out that, was it like right after the pandemic, you found out you got the extra year eligibility? They, so freshman year, we went to the tournament and they, you know, kicked us off the court while we were about. That was your freshman year? My freshman year. Oh my gosh, that makes me feel so old because that was my <laughs> senior year. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yep. and they kicked us so off. Old. And then I think a few weeks later, they came out with that everybody who was currently playing would get an extra year. Okay, so you've known basically your whole college career, right. but it has to be 
especially with the way last year went, you guys get so close. You said, all right, I got two more years to get to the NCAA tournament. What is the difference between this year's team and last year's team? Do you think Uh, this year we're, we have better camaraderie. I think we're all together. Mm -hmm. We've had a few more losses and it's been more tough in the beginning, but I feel like we really haven't really gotten down on each other. We're still there for each other. And we know that the end goal is still reachable. 100%. And there's been um, some players who didn't see much playing time at the beginning step up, especially Natalie Kelly. I mean, she has been so good. What was that like having a player come from, you know, a power five and you, you saw it last year um, too with power five transfers. What is that like welcoming them into, uh, you know, mid-major basketball? She is close. She is from close to here, but um, what is that like welcoming them into the, into that culture? Right. I've played, I played against Nat pretty much all my life. So I know what she can do and having her come back. I remember when they were recruiting her to come back here, I was texting her like, yeah, like come here, we're going to win championships and you're going to help us do that. So um, yeah, that's been really great. Um, And this year you get off, let's just talk about the LSU game. I mean, for a player who grew up in Louisiana to be playing against Kim Mulkey and in the fourth quarter, you have a chance to upset her. Still, nobody's been able to figure them out. I mean, that's got to be a game that you'll remember the rest of your life. What is like the big takeaway you have from that game? Yeah, you know, that game was actually really special to me because I don't know if you know this, but Kim Mulkey is my cousin. So, Ooh. yes. <laughs> that's <laughs> so, crazy. Yes. I was kind of like very excited for that game. And knowing that, you know, we stuck in that game almost had a chance to beat them and they're the number two team in the country right now like that just shows like the talent we have and and that our program is going to go go to special places is that at all frustrating for you especially as one of the you know senior leaders on this team you go out and you play a game like that against LSU you guys hang tough with Alabama we've seen how good you can be in conference but then there's been these games where the shots just have not fallen what is um like, especially after like the U, the second UNO game, like what is the mood after a game like that where you know how well you can play, but you just haven't in some of these conference games? Right. It's almost we're disappointed in ourselves because we know what we can do. We know that our defense always travels. We're going to hold teams to we, we try to hold them to 50. But when shots aren't falling, it, it kind of makes everybody everybody's mood go down a little bit. So we've been working on, even when shots aren't falling, just next play. Now moving into the the next, you know, this, these, this last month of the regular season, you got a big win on Saturday against Corpus. Um, what is the thing that you hope, I guess, to improve upon before you get to the tournament? Ayla said, you guys are nowhere near your best. What does your best look like in your opinion? Yeah, you know, Again, defensively, I think we're there our best um, every night. Offensively, I think execution and finding the open player and finding the player who has the hot hand, um, just making those things better as we go into these last few games to show what we really can do. And what was, um, you know, losing in a conference championship last year, no player in Southeastern history had played in a conference championship game ever. So that's got to be something that you – you know, you can hang your hat on. We've got that experience um, moving into into March now. Right. You know, two years ago, we were in the semis and we were very proud of that. And then last year, 
uh, we get to the championship. And yeah, we're proud of that, but we know that we have so much more to give and that it's ours this year. Now, is this your last year of undergrad as a student? I actually graduated in December and I'm in the MBA program right now. What is your, what are you trying to get your master's in? Uh, business administration. And what do you want to do? Something like administratively in healthcare or possibly athletics. Not too decided yet. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Um, when did you wind up committing to Southeastern? How early or late was it in your high school career? Yeah, I think I, it was beginning of my junior year of high school. I wow. knew that I wanted to stay home. And yeah. so I didn't even play AAU my senior year. I just got a trainer and trained that whole summer. So. All right. All right. Um, well, Haley, I appreciate it so much. Let me try to think if I have any other questions. Who is, hmm, who would you not want to face in a three-point shootout? <laughs> in a three-point shootout? Probably Coach KJ Lee. Really? Yes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Do you guys ever give him any problems for being from Nichols? Um, we do. And I think he hates that he's from Nichols. So yeah, as he should, <laughs> as he should. Yeah. Um, oh, that was what I, I, I would have kicked myself if I didn't ask this. When you got to Southeastern, did you request 55? There's I, not a 55 laying around. Do they have to order that for you? They did order it for me. Yes. Is that so like when they're recruiting you or they're like, look, We'll get you 55. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Deja, you know, is 15. I was 15 in high school and she has sentimental reasons for one 15. Yeah. Like, yeah, you can have that. And I, I have my sentimental reasons behind 55 as well. So <laughs> why didn't you just go with five? Charlie Dugas was five when I got there. Well, yeah, you're not taking it from Charlie. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> awesome. I'm, oh, I'm so happy. I remember to ask that because yeah. like, there's not many 55s. Everybody just... wonders that. Yes. <laughs> Well, Haley, thank you so much. Uh, congratulations on all the success and uh, looking forward to, to watching you guys make a tournament run here. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you. Huge thanks to Haley Giortano. Like you heard in the interview, I, I, I kind of go back and forth between Giortano and Giortano. I need to Remember, it's Giortano. And make sure you remember that when you're talking about Haley Giortano, uh, because that is her name. Her name is not Giortano. Uh, and it's important to get people's names right. Um, anyway, we'll wrap up the show. It's the first time this year that we get to preview three sets of games because we've got men's and women's basketball. And if you're listening today, happy Southeastern softball game day, everyone. Um, if you're listening tomorrow, then we won last night, of course. A little foreshadowing. Um, and we'll win again today. Anyway, um, so we'll we'll kind of dive into all that. Um, Southeastern will face Nichols on Saturday in Hammond. Huge matchup for the men. Um, big matchup in terms of controlling our own destiny for the women. Um, Nichols has been awful. They are so bad. But we've already seen this year what happens when I say teams are awful. The problem is, is that Nichols um, has only won one game in the past uh, nearly two months. 
They beat Lamar 80 to 74 in overtime. Uh, that's their only conference win this year. They're one in ten in conference. They did win that game on the road, though, which is impressive. Um, they actually started the year two and zero, and then have been on a just tailspin. Uh, they they are not good, um, and they've actually been getting worse uh, over the last month. Um, they nearly got it done against uh, nobody. Uh, a lot of double-digit losses. The single-digit losses they have are by eight points. The closest they've gotten to a win that they hadn't is against South Alabama. We know what we did to South Alabama. Um, this is not a good team. We need to take care of them early, get them out of there early, and let's move on. Um, if we win out, we obviously we control our own destiny from here. We own all the tiebreakers. It won't matter. Um, we can lock up the conference championship. Um and uh, let's talk about what would help us this Saturday. Northwestern State faces Commerce. It's good that Northwestern State is at home. Northwestern State at home is a much different um, team than when they are on the road this year. Uh, but they've they've really struggled as of late. They've lost three in a row. All three have been on the road. Before that, they were on a two-game winning streak. Both those games were at home. Um, so... Fortunately, the Lady Demons are at home against a very good Commerce team. I, I'm going to take the upset. Hopefully, we get the upset there. Um, and plus, it's hard to play a team back-to-back -back twice. Um, the problem is Northwestern State was not extremely competitive last night against Commerce, but you never know. Um, they're very good at home. They're 8-2 and two at home. Commerce is 3-9 and nine on the road, so hopefully the Demons can help us out. Lamar is, uh, like I said, they're sneaky good. They're fourth in the conference. They will travel to Corpus Christi. We'd love if Lamar would help us out. I don't know if they will. I think Corpus Christi will get it done at home, uh, despite being on the two-game losing streak. And then McNeese and New Orleans. On the lakefront, give me McNeese there. That game doesn't really affect us too much. It is a huge game for UNO trying to make the uh, tournament. They are currently uh, on the outside looking in. They are tied with UIW for, for for that eighth and final spot in the tournament. UIW currently holds the tiebreaker. And speaking of UIW, they will face Houston Christian. Uh, Houston Christian is on the road they're, where they're 3-9 and nine this year. UIW is 8-4 at home. UIW needs a win badly. Uh, that's probably going to be the most competitive game of the day on the women's side. Again, not too many implications for us, but that's what we've got on Saturday. Uh, moving to the men's slate. Of course, Southeastern will play Nichols. That game um, is now extremely important. It feels like I've been saying that for the past, I don't know, two weeks. Um, but Nichols is currently fourth. We're third. They are a half game behind us for third place. Nichols is 8-0 this year at home. They're only 3-10 on the road. Um, this is a big game for us. We, I, I'm just, I'm just so demoralized with how, uh, you know, everything went on, um, on Thursday. You know, we need a win just to get morale back. And hopefully it's one of those games where we look at it down the line and we say, okay, we needed a game like that. But you would, I don't know. 
you just you get you have a team there that's been struggling and you would just like to win it because you need wins. Um, anyway, that's uh, that's who we've got. Um, of course, Nichols owns the tiebreaker currently over us. They can sweep the season series with a win tomorrow. Commerce and Northwestern State. Northwestern State has been on an absolute tear. They have won seven in a row. They are now tied for first in the conference. They have not played Corpus Christi yet. Those matchups are going to be insane. Um, but I'm actually going to take Commerce here because Northwestern State has been, you know, they've been winning, but there have been some close calls. They really struggled with Lamar, who's been much improved. They uh, got everything they could handle from Commerce on Thursday. I think Commerce goes into Prather on Saturday. I think they pull the upset. Lamar and Corpus Christi. Lamar is a team that I don't think anyone wants to face come tournament time. That said, I think Corpus Christi will be hungry. They've won five in a row. They're 11-1 and one at home. I will take Corpus Christi. And then McNeese and UNO. UNO has been really struggling. They've now lost eight games in a row. Um, McNeese is actually uh, still in last place. But... They are only one game behind Houston Christian for the final spot in the Southland Conference Tournament. These are the two teams on the outside looking in right now. Um, so this is a massive game in terms of um, trying to make the postseason. And I, you know, I'll take I'll take the momentum that McNeese carries. I'll take McNeese two and twelve on the road, but you know UNO hasn't been great at home. They're only five and eight at home. Uh, so I'll take McNeese to get the win and win their second straight. And the uh, the final matchup is Houston Christian and UIW. Uh, UIW, I thought it was a surprising loss to Lamar, but Lamar is getting better. Houston Christian, um, they are a great team for 39 minutes. They are the worst last-minute team that maybe in the entire country. I've watched them blow leads in the last minute on multiple occasions. I don't trust them at all. I take UIW. And before we wrap up the show, happy Southeastern Softball Game Day. We are kicking off the season against Missouri State, the Bears. Tonight, Saturday, and Sunday. It's one of the few times that you don't see double headers in college softball. I thought that was so interesting. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, North Oak Park. Be there. I'm super excited. ESPN Plus, all three games. Get to watch them. That is our show. Thank you so much for supporting the show, everybody. Make sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at the State of SLU. Visit our website, thestateofslu.com. Another huge thanks to Wise Guys. Huge thanks to Haley Giortano. Let's go get a couple of wins on Saturday, shall we? Talk to you on Tuesday. It's lying up over everything. This is the state of Southeastern.